Greetings, everyone. Welcome again to Spinistry Chat. Uh, Spinistry Chat number 101, and the numbers have actually kind of started arbitrarily. I know we have over 100 videos in, uh, in over the years, but uh, for for people that are wanting to reference things going forwards, we're going to, we started the numbering sequence at 100 uh, to actually number the videos. And uh, this one I'm calling uh, Back in the Saddle. We're doing a little bit of an update of our bike packing tutorial series that we started earlier in 2021 that we kind of had to unexpectedly put a pause on and we're, we're hoping to bring it back to where we intended to be at this, generally this point. The timing's a little off, but we're, we're moving forward with the concept calling it back in the saddle because part of the uh, tutorial series was a fundamental aspect of bikepacking is fitness and I will link to uh, to the overview on our fitness uh, idea that we had concept that we had earlier in the year that'll be that'll be uh, linked in the video description but this is the update that was supposed to happen some time ago but because of basically it's not back to normal we all know that but it's like the switch got turned on and we had to hop back into putting on events that when we were originally planning to do this it didn't look like we were quite ready to to come back to this volume of events uh not a complaint we're happy to be doing events again but it's been six months of kind of catching up and relearning how to do some of these things and we've kindly found our rhythm again. So there were some other pieces in the mix, but the plan where I left off on this was that, hey, I was going to myself take part in this fitness program to reinforce the basic message behind it. It's not a fitness program to tell you what to do. It's just a fitness program that I know has worked for me in the past, and I'm gonna implement it again to get myself back in shape uh, hopefully the little preview there didn't at the very beginning of the video did not scare anyone off we're actually six weeks into the first 12 week module so kind of consider this a six week update of where we're at on this uh, this basic fitness schedule and Let's kind of reframe this. We're going to go back to when I put this together, I believe it was uh, February. And the way things happened, basically events came back in March. So it was like this, you know, we put this program, this, uh, this video together in February uh, to help people train for the multi-day trips like our uh, Big Bend trips, which we're, gonna, we're about to have another one in November. Hopefully you can join us for that. And we do this. But then we got back to our mass start events with the Red River Riot. We opened that up and had 300 people sign up for it almost right away. And it was clear that people were wanting to do the traditional mass start events again, even though some safety protocols were still needed and that sort of thing. And so we, we kind of shifted back over to that and then it got to be summer it's too dang hot to do multi-day adventures for the most part 
But let's go back to where I left off at, where I was about to start the training program. I had a little bit of a setback too. Uh, so I got pushed back, but we'll, we'll talk more in depth about that. So I've been off the bike for almost three years. It's actually now over three years that we got pushed back a little bit further. Uh, the fundamental aspect is, uh, I was hit by a car in 2017 and was completely off the bike for a bit, got back on the bike to to attempt my rat 1000 attempt that I completed about 550 miles of. Um, and then a, f a few months after that, still having some after effects, uh, physically and, and psychologically from, from that, from being hit by the car, some different things came about that I I'd been off the bike for a while. Uh, I had knee surgery, uh, early February and it was actually, it was one of those things it was at that point it was needed i could i i was barely functional in one of my knees and uh that was that was needed to even consider uh getting back in shape and getting back on the bike and i can tell you that the uh, that made a huge difference and it did enable me to push forward and when i laid out this uh planned this plan at that time uh, I had already had the knee surgery, and I could tell that it was going to be extremely positive. Um, it's been extremely successful as far as I'm concerned. I did have a little bit of a setback uh, for several weeks after I made the, this video originally in February. So that slowed down my getting back on the bike and on onto my training plan a little bit. But I overcame that, and we'll, we'll go over the updates of when the pieces came together. Uh, the fundamental aspect is we're starting this out. I'm extremely overweight uh, and I was extremely more overweight uh, back in February and got a little bit more overweight uh, leading up to starting this in basically June. Um, the little preview video I had, I, hopefully that didn't scare anyone off. That's actually, I've made a lot of progress to get to that point. So not trying to toot my own horn or anything like that, but uh, basically as of this morning, I'm 240 pounds and back on the bike in a limited extent within the training plan uh, framework. Uh, that's roughly down from 275. Don't know exactly where I was uh, when I started. Again, we'll go a little bit more in depth on that. Uh, definitely through 2020, I was very, very sedentary. It's a combination of COVID-19 and my knee getting worse along the way. And there was probably, a, you know, the, the two kind of worked together. When I say a, a byproduct of COVID-19, not so much that I was ill with it. It was just everything that was going on in 2020. We just weren't doing stuff. Uh, so I was much less active, uh, probably aided and some more pounds coming on and the more pounds that came on it abused the knee uh that much more uh sort of thing and but it was one of those things it was it wasn't obviously that much of a correlation now that the weight's coming off and even after the surgery as more weight comes off and more exercise on the knee the combination of all that the, the knees getting just better and better each day which is which is fantastic 
uh, I still have, I'm not comfortable with, uh, riding in traffic or on the roads right now. Uh, so doing, been doing mostly, uh, smart trainer training. Uh, but in the past couple of weeks, I have also started some outdoor riding. We'll go more in depth on that. So yeah, indoor riding focus to start. I knew it was going to take that just to get basically in shape, but I also want to do that to, uh, reinforce that the indoor cycling does accomplish a lot. And we'll talk some more about that in a future video. We, we've got some really good content in mind around that. Uh, and for anyone that's on the surface going, well, where are you going with this, Kevin? What are you trying to do? I, I don't have a specific goal. My goal is to be healthier. My goal is to get back on the bike. My, my goal is to enjoy being on the bike again. And my goal for sharing this information is to hopefully uh, people that are wanting to go to that next level in their fitness, uh, basically show them how how straightforward it, it really it really can be. I'm not saying that I'm at the end of the line. I'm again, this is a six week checkup in the in the first twelve week component at the most fundamental level, and I've got I've got an additional complication in there where I have just so much weight I need to lose um, that it even makes the the plan skews some fundamental aspects of it that if it's just somebody that's wanting to be a stronger rider and get prepared for multi-day back bikepacking trips for example you know having to lose this much weight throws a lot of complications into that it's a lot simpler if you're only a few pounds overweight just want to you know take down that extra 10 to 15 pounds or if that's not an issue at all, you just want to get back in shape for multi-day riding. This is a very, very simple and straightforward plan to follow. Uh, so I guess without further ado, make sure there isn't another piece to this. 12-week uh, real-world checkup will come six weeks from now. And again, without further ado, we're going to go into where I've started in getting back in shape. The 12-week program that we're referencing here is specifically on the cycling fitness aspect of it. I needed to start losing weight itself prior to getting back on the bike. So the, this whole process of me losing, at this point, about 35 pounds, uh, that started roughly June 14th. And I'm just showing my Google calendar here that said, you know, Basically, on June 14th, that's when I started a diet that I, I just I knew I had to start losing weight. Uh, the, the main thing was, to be honest with you, I, I knew that I needed to be under 250 pounds to be able to depend on my my uh, smart trainer at that point. It had a 250 pound capacity. I had several years of use and abuse on it. And. Uh, I, I realize those weight ratings aren't usually precise to the pound, but you know, from trying it out at heavier weights before, there was a little bit of creaking and moaning. I knew 275 was going to be too much, and I'm guessing at 275. I don't know exactly how much I weighed at this point, 
uh, a, I was scared to get on a scale, but uh, actually the main thing was the scale we had at, at the time I knew was completely unreliable. It wasn't that it was just not calibrated correctly. You could stand on it and it would say 275 pounds, let's say. You'd step off, get back on it, and then it would say 265. So I knew there was no way to depend on that scale. So I didn't even, I didn't even use it as a general reference because I, I knew it would be way off. Uh, but I know that when I had my surgery in February, I was like, I want to say 268, 269 pounds. Um, and I know I put on some weight after that. And one of the, quite frankly, one of the main motivations that, yeah, it's time to get serious about this, Kevin. After, you know, I was serious about it in February, but like I said, then all of our events started kicking off and, it, you know, just lost focus on the fitness aspect of things. Because um, I knew that was going to be something that took focus and diligence and discipline. Discipline's the key to it. There's no doubt about that. And uh, to start the discipline process, you you have to be in the right frame of mind to go, okay, we're going forward now and we're going to do it in a discipline. You, you have to, at least I have to be in the right frame of mind. Uh, probably the biggest thing that took me over the edge at this timing was I literally got to the point where I had to get some 3X clothes just to be comfortable. And it's like, all right, that's that's really going. Don't make no mistake. 2XL. That's too much. One XL. That's too much. Uh, I'm a stocky guy by nature, so I'm probably when I'm where I'm supposed to be, I should be a large. I don't think I'll ever be a medium, uh, and uh, I can carry an XL okay to a point. Uh, but yeah, two XL, three XL, yeah, that's that's way over the line. Three XL was way over the line. So that that was that was the the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. June 14th, I started my diet. I'm not going to go real in-depth on that. Diets are really personal. What works for one person is not going to work for another. Uh, just the really, really rough outline on mine is it's whole foods based, no sugar, uh, almost no alcohol. And it isn't that alcohol isn't allowed. It's not, it's not, I, I just know that, you know, I'm one of those, if I have, if I have two drinks, it turns into it turns into six sort of thing, and once you get to, once you get to that level, that's just so much extra calories brought in, no matter what you're drinking. Uh, there, you know, there's no way to to do it. So there's no 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 sugar, almost no processed foods, all whole foods, basically meat and vegetables, meat, fish, vegetables sort of thing. Um, again, we're not going to go in depth for the diet because different diets work well, you know, for others. I know this has worked for me in the past, and I'm, I'm fine-tuning it this time around to work even better better for me. So June 14th, I was around 275 pounds, uh, and I started on the diet alone. And I, I want to bring this point up now because I knew this was going to be a complicating factor for me personally because I've run into it in the past. And it did turn out to be, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the, that more shortly when we get to that point in the calendar. I knew I needed to focus on on the diet at least for the first bit and get the ball rolling there and feel good about the diet that I had was working for me and leading to weight loss and and that sort of thing. Uh, but I also knew that if I introduced 
uh, cycling and exercise too early in the mix, for me, it can be kind of counterproductive. Uh, it's hard. It's very hard for me anyway. I think it's hard for a lot of people to actually lose weight and exercise at the same time. If the focus is losing weight, uh, when you throw the exercise itself into the mix, it can, it can complicate things because, you know, when you exercise it, you know, it's calories your, your body's expending. It can make you hungrier is, is the nuts and the bolts of it. Um, and so, and particularly if you do longer efforts, uh, harder efforts, and your body burns a lot of calories in those efforts, uh, your body's going to want to replenish those, those, those calories. I'm one of those, I just cannot go to bed hungry. So, uh, you know, I need to, I need to do a diet that satiates me. And, uh, if I, if I'm trying to fall asleep hungry, I just won't be, I'll be up all night, uh, until I eat something. So I, for, to do a, a high effort cycling or exercise regimen uh, while I'm trying to lose from 275 to wherever I'm going, that's complicated for me to pull off. I don't think most people are in this situation, though. Um, so the focus on the front end was to get the diet going, to start dropping pounds and make sure that fundamental aspect was worked out, and then we would start throwing the exercise into the mix. Uh, so that was uh, June. We roll into July. Uh, I knew I needed to be not sedentary uh, after a few weeks, but I knew I also wasn't quite ready to get on the bike yet, A, again, because I was still just too heavy to be on the smart trainer. But I also knew, know from other things I needed to do other exercise uh, besides just cycling. And when we get probably at the 12-week update, we'll go a lot more in-depth on this aspect of things. Uh, but if if cycling is your only source of exercise, particularly if you're in your 40s, going into your 50s, or even older, uh, you need to, you need to throw other things into the mix. If if riding your bike is the only way you get your exercise, please consider throwing other things into the mix, even if it costs you uh, some cycling training time. Uh, Basically, the nuts and the bolts of it are cycling doesn't do enough to, uh, you know, it, it makes it makes our bodies efficient at turning pedal cranks is basically all it does, uh, which can burn calories, but it's not a load bearing exercise. So there's some osteoporosis issues for men and women both. Um, but we've, we have a lot more muscles in our bodies than just just our legs is basically what it boils down to. Uh, I've from the past been a fan of the concept two rowers. So I've been wanting to get one for some time. Uh, I use this training program and this fitness program for myself, uh, to be justification to go ahead and make that investment in a concept two rower. Uh, so on July 11th, I started my rowing regimen just to get out of sedentary mode and start doing some sort of exercise that definitely incorporated. Um, that's the beauty of rowing. It's probably covers. I think rowing and swimming are the two exercises that work more muscles and joints and tendons and ligaments and everything uh, than pretty much anything else out there. 
Uh, so July 11th, I started uh, doing some rowing on the Concept 2. Nothing crazy, nothing strenuous, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes uh, every other day sort of thing just to start doing some exercising. And I also wanted to use that as a gauge to make sure my diet was working with starting to throw some exercise in there without, uh, without it complicating things, increasing the hunger factor, things like that. So then we roll into August. And this was when I invested in, finally in a, uh, a scale and started tracking uh, my weight. And again, this is mostly diet at this point. Uh, but I, at, I knew I had, it was, it was obvious I had lost some weight to myself and my wife. Uh, so August 2nd, Monday check-in, I was 253 pounds. I was still above that 250-pound threshold that I'd been looking for uh, to, to start doing the smart trainer again. And so I, and I was kind of using that as, as a carrot, I, you know, I have to set mini goals. It doesn't do me well to say, oh, I need to lose this huge amount of weight sort of thing. I have to set, I have to set the interim goals of I'm going to do this. If once I get to this, I can do this or justify that sort of thing. Uh, and I guess the rower was actually part of that. I had to prove to myself that I'd stick to the diet. Then, then I went ahead and made the investment in the rower. Um, you know, I, I set that benchmark of getting to 250 pounds uh, before I would uh, start doing the smart trainer again. It didn't involve investing in the smart trainer as one I already had, uh, but I knew I needed to get to that point and be disciplined enough to get to that point to feel confident that I could start the training program. Um, so basically... Uh, about the 16th, I'm trying to remember this correctly, exactly how the sequence went. The nuts and the bolts of it were this. Prob probably around the 16th here when I don't have a weight, because I wasn't making a point to weigh myself every week yet, just checking in on progress. Uh, the 9th, I was down to 251. I'm sure the week of the 16th, I was confident I was down to 250 or less working from memory here uh and i set up the smart trainer and i did a couple rides to make sure everything was working and i was planning to start my smart trainer sessions i do believe the week of the 23rd and uh, like my second ride on my old smart trainer I was, you know, right at that 250 pound point and it broke. Now that said, I don't think that that 250 pound riding session broke it. That was a smart trainer that I had put a ton of hours in, a ton of miles on. Um, it had lived, it had lived its life. And like I said, I had heard it creaking and objecting for some time the last few times I'd ridden it. So I, I wasn't confident that it was going to last and it finally did give out. Uh, so, uh, thanks to my friend, Sean, he lent me, uh, his old smart trainer. I was able to start the training session basically the end of August going into September. So the training plan the training plan was uh, 
basically six hours of writing each week. Very at low to moderate at most intensity. Again, this is just pedaling the bike an hour a day is what I'm trying to do. And not trying to get a super strenuous workout. Again, the focus is on the diet at this point. I knew I needed to introduce regular exercise. And I knew I was going to need to keep check of how that exercise affected my diet and my hunger and, and things like that. So uh, basically the uh, first week of September was week one, five and a half hours of a planned six hours. And uh, I went down to 246 pounds. I also started doing some body measurements at this point as well because I, I knew from previous experience that there would be times that I was actually picking up weight but still losing fat and you start building some muscle and other aspects when the exercise is thrown in into the mix i am one of those that i do bulk up fairly easily uh that's another reason that i'm being very focused on not super strenuous cycling exercise yet um i you know i'm i'm one of those people that i have i i have the i have the calves that people would would kill for because if I, if, if I do some, if I do a little bit of mashing, my legs bulk up. Uh, and when your legs bulk up, that's a lot of weight that's added on. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but when you're focused on trying to lose weight, it's hard to differentiate uh, muscle gain versus fat loss. And it, to be perfectly honest with you, and we'll go a little bit more in depth on it here shortly, it can get discouraging. You, you feel like you're doing everything right, but you're picking up weight. Uh, even if you can rationalize to yourself that, well, it's probably some of that's muscle weight, that can also be counterproductive where you're rationalizing that to yourself. Oh, well, it's just muscle weight. And I got caught up in this in 2011 when I did a, a similar tra training plan. I was training up for Dirty Kanza. Uh, so which I was really building up my, focusing on building up my endurance and saddle time and continuous riding and things like that. And uh, my body weight kept increasing because, you, you know, you, when you're riding that much more, you have to take in more calories. You, you can't ride six-hour days and not eat. It just doesn't work. Uh, but how much do you eat when you're also trying to lose fat? So it was one of the, it, in 2011, I, I think I, if I remember right, I probably went from like 205 to 220. Um, I mean, when I got to that 220 point, it was obvious that it wasn't just muscle mass at that point, but a good bit of it was muscle mass. Um, and my endurance was fantastic. I was in great writing shape, but instead of trying to take 205 pounds, 200 miles in Kansas, I was trying to take 220 pounds, 200 miles in Kansas. We'll go more in depth on that one and somewhere down the road. That was a fundamental mistake that I learned from, and I'm trying to avoid going forward very specifically. Uh, so, uh, after week one, the weight was down to 246, waist was 43 and a quarter, belly, and yes, this is embarrassing, 49 inches. Uh, after the next week, training time, this includes rowing in here, but rowing at this point is not, it's almost all cycling. We're doing a little bit of rowing, um, 
at the moment and we'll be doing some more in the future but at, at, at the moment we're just we're trying to find our baseline between diet and cycling that is the focus uh week two ended up being seven hours but that includes included some rowing uh the weight went up to 249 so that was cause for concern uh but the waist Oh, I'm sorry. The waist measurement actually showed going up a quarter of an inch as well, uh, but the belly fat went down, and that was it was it was visually noticeable as well. I think that particularly week that particular week I I actually had a higher salt intake, so it was it was basically water retention and a sodium bump that uh, the the body weight and the waistline. I was just I was just carrying and I. And for lack of a better term, I think I remember feeling jiggly that week, for lack of a better term. So I think I was carrying a little bit of extra uh, water weight from, uh, I know I had some higher salt intake that week for various reasons. So I, I questioned myself, is this a sodium bump? Because the belly fat reduction indicates something was going right there in the fat reduction. Uh, the following week, six and a half hours on the bike, uh, weight dropped back down to 244 and the waist measurement went down a touch and the belly measurement went down another inch as well so obviously going the right direction here um that's three weeks in so you know this is a 12-week module there's kind of it you divide that out in three-week segments and you can you kind of at least for me it's three weeks of work and you kind of feel a different level of fitness. Six weeks is another 12, 12 weeks and nine weeks will be another little bump there. It's not a day-to-day -day progression. You, it's noticeable progression every three weeks is kind of the way it works for me when I'm on a discipline program, but that total 12 week module for lack of a better term, that's, that's really, that's, that's a, that's a night and day difference. You can, 12 weeks down the road, if you're following a plan, you're going to be substantially different. It's that simple. And you can be at this point here and start that next 12-week program from where you're at, and you're going to see somewhat comparable progression as well. It is one of those things that I'm starting at a very low bar, so the progressions are going to be significant the first 12 weeks and probably the next 12 weeks after that. From that point on, it's, you get kind of to the uh, diminishing returns aspect. But we'll talk about that way down the road, if hopefully if we get there. Uh, so week four, uh, it's like I said, we're kind of at that next fitness level, and I could feel it on the bike. Uh, having to rein myself in because I felt like I wanted to ride harder. I felt like I wanted to ride longer, but I knew... If I did those things, uh, it was likely to be counterproductive to the diet. So starting in week four, I was at 244, 42 and three quarters, and 45 and a half. Uh, so a little bit lesser weight loss. Measurements aren't going down quite as much. And then week five, kind of a stall at that 244, 42 and a half, 45... Again, not much, not much difference there, but I was feeling stronger on the bike, but I could also tell that I was eating more 
Uh, and it's not like I was going, you know, to the refrigerator in the middle of the night and eating half a German chocolate cake or, you know, getting a pizza delivered at three, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon and eating, nothing like that. It was just, you know, uh, you know, and, 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 an ex, an extra, an extra piece of meat here, you know, on my salad or whatever else, uh, a handful of nuts there sort of thing, extra that I hadn't been doing before. Um, and again, I was getting stronger. I could feel it in my legs, but that it, it reinforced my basic concern that if I push too hard on the bike or put too much saddle time in too early, it would be counterproductive for at what at this time for me is the true focus of, I, I just, I got to get, I have to shed so many pounds that that has to be my focus right now. So it helps me stay disciplined on sticking to this plan that I talked about. Again, we'll link to the details of the plan in the comment section. Um, it's focused on the first 12 weeks, just doing no more than 60 minutes a day. And this is helping me stick to that. So this uh, week five into week six, I had to reframe my head that I need to focus on the diet and, you know, think twice before I, you know, you know, throw that extra piece of turkey into the salad or whatever else. Um, and I shifted, I shifted that. I kept the writing up. I actually included uh, go going from week five into week six. I started in including some real world cycling in the mix, which felt wonderful, um, but still not in traffic. It was uh, it was mostly uh, bi bicycle trails, not single track yet. Head still not quite there for single track for various reasons. Uh, but just doing some paved and gravel bicycle trails that got thrown into the mix. Really enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to more outdoor riding. Uh, so got refocused on the diet through that into the mix. And as of today, down to 240, uh, the waistline went down to 42 and the belly measurement down to 45. Uh, so I think refocusing back on the, the diet aspect and reinforcing to not overdo the, the cycling, uh, at the moment. And that's really hard for me to be perfectly honest with you. I'm wanting to go out there and try a 50 mile ride and see what that's like. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to do some high intensity intervals in the mix. It's just not time to do that yet. I, I need to get through this first, uh, this first 12 weeks. Here's a breakdown of the actual training and how everything has been going uh, a little bit, a couple of days of just making sure the hardware was working. And then we rolled into the activities themselves. You see, it's mostly cycling with an occasional row in the mix. Uh, I do want to throw more rowing back into things. And that might be where I may kind of cheat myself a little bit, where I may take the overall activity up over six hours a week, uh, do six hours of cycling, and then throw maybe another hour a week of rowing into the mix. 
Um, cause I, I do like the rowing to be perfectly honest with you. And I do like the cycling both. And my, I just feel like I need to do more. Um, and maybe I'm cheating myself and that, that discipline aspect of holding back is, is important as well. But just doing a quick, here's the, you know, here's the week to week, just going and doing something every day. And that's the main focus of the training program. Force, force yourself to do 45 to 60 minutes of riding a day, one way or another. Don't plan for off days because uh, life's going to make them happen anyway. When you see an off day in here, uh, it wasn't a planned off day. It was something came up, you know, where where we couldn't do it. Last week was the first week I actually had two off days. And th this one, um, actually, here's a really good example. Uh, Thursday is a perfect example of, eh, you know what? I've done really, really good. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just going to take a day today. I'm not going to ride the bike. I won't miss any other days this week. Uh, so I, I let my discipline skip that day. I could have very easily, it's not even forcing myself. If I had just gotten on the bike, I'd have been fine. Um, but I let myself get a little bit lazy on Thursday and I didn't ride. Uh, and I'm not trying to guilt myself out here. I'm just reinforcing my own basic premise. Make yourself ride if you have the opportunity to, because then Sunday came up. And we're doing rat week. I had every intention of riding Sunday. I had the bike with me. And the pieces just did not come together. By the time I was able to ride on Sunday, it was almost 90 degrees. Uh, had some nasty weather on the way. I had riders out on the course that I wanted to make sure they were okay and weren't going to get stranded or anything like that. So Sunday just worked out where it really wasn't feasible to ride the bike when I had every intention of riding the bike. Uh, if I would have ridden Thursday like I would have planned, uh, I would have been on schedule for the week. As it is, I ended up 55 minutes short. Is it the end of the world? No, of course not. And I'm not trying to paint that picture. I have no additional guilt about it. Um, but it just reinforces to me that going forward, when I have the opportunity, I am going to ride. And again, what, what, what is this fundamentally all about? Uh, for me, I put this training plan together that I know works for me, but I want to show it to other people. If you want to do multi-day riding adventures, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't have to go out and do the rat to learn how to, to do the rat you don't have to go out and do the tour divide to do the tour divide or the arkansas high country ride or whatever else you just have to have a basic level of fitness and where your body is used to riding every day and you just over time slowly ramp that up and i bring that up because right now we're in rat 1000 week i'm gonna do a let's do a refresh on this page and see where people are Zooming in here, and I'll give it a give it a minute. Sometimes that glitches out the video feed when I'm screen sharing. And uh, morning of uh, Tuesday morning, and we have a group of rat riders still on course. It's actually turning into a pretty good race this year. Everybody's really close together. Everybody 
overnighted in Henrietta together last night. And Sean McAfee's out front, but uh, the other three are close on his heels. And these three could even be riding together just the way the tracker updates come up at different intervals for each rider. It sometimes shows a gap that may or may not be there. Uh, but Peter, John, and Matt, uh, they're, they're hot on Sean's heels. And they're so they're ba they basically started Saturday morning. And if they get through the day today and make it to Vernon, this is Tuesday, they'll have gone 550 miles. Uh, I know Sean's having some issues with his Achilles and, and other things. Uh, Peter's doing his fifth, I do believe, rat. Uh, John and Matt, this is their first rat, but uh, I know Matt does multi-day stuff fairly regularly. I think this might be a new adventure for John. I'm interested to hear his feedback on how things went. Uh, but if they, the, if they make it to Vernon today, that's about 550 miles. Right here. And I think Sean's maybe slowing down here, or maybe his tracker's not tracking. Hopefully his Achilles is holding up. Um, if they make it to Vernon, that's 550 miles. The halfway point is right here at 287 at Harold. There's a 711 right here. It's not showing on this map, but that's like dead at 501 miles or something like that. Uh, Vernon is, that's, that's as far as I made it on my rat attempt. Uh, when I stopped my rat attempt, though, it wasn't a physical. I could have, I could have definitely kept riding. Uh, I'm always going to say at least one more day. Uh, I encourage rat riders to never ride with the end in mind. Just ride to complete the next day. Um, if you're able to start the ride and start pedaling and get five five miles down the road, just finish that that day sort of thing uh when i i overnighted in vernon and i literally didn't make it out of town it's like i i just don't feel like doing this anymore but it wasn't a physical limitation i could have kept pedaling the bike uh the multi-day stuff yes saddle sores are an issue yes achilles flare-ups are an issue those are things that you learn to work with and that's part of do as much multi-day riding, even if it's even if it's uh, shorter distances. You your body tells you where its shortcomings might be that you need to prepare around. Uh, the The hard part is the mental aspect of it. Uh, it's real easy to start coming up with lots of reasons why you shouldn't go on anymore. We call them quit monsters. Uh, it's not it you know it may be fear of a physical issue oh i felt a twinge in my hamstring if i keep doing this uh, i sure hope i don't blow out my hamstring yeah that can create that quit monster that just eats away in your head but it can even be just stuff like gee i wonder if my dog misses me i wonder if my kids miss me i mean you know uh 
Is, is the business going to fall apart if I'm not there? For, and when you're, when you're out there pedaling 120 miles a day, 150 miles a day, and you're out there by yourself, even if it's pretty scenery, uh, you know, you have these things rolling in your head that build upon themselves. And that's part of the discipline aspect of it. If you're interested in doing these multi-day adventures, two or three days, that's all physical. Um, to get past that third day, it takes a lot of mental fortitude to pull that off. And generally speaking, where these guys are at right now, they're they're in they're in the meat of the mental struggle of it right here between Henrietta between Henrietta and Childress but definitely yeah Childress this is two day this is a two day stretch here this is all mental games through here you got you got to motivate yourself several times a day to keep pushing forward and that's why the discipline aspect uh starts to come in to play the physical aspect is actually fairly easy just get on a basic training plan put yourself in shape to do whatever you want whenever it fits into your schedule that's the idea to to plan your life around I'm going to do the tour divide in three years or something. Maybe that works for some people. For most people, uh, it's that's just justification for procrastination. Uh, oh, well, that's three years from now. Oh, that's two and a half years from now. Oh, that's two years from now. I've still got time to get started. The focus is to be at a, a fitness level all the time that if something unexpectedly comes available, if time co unexpectedly comes available and all of a sudden rat weeks here and I, by gosh, I am, I do have that time available. I wasn't expecting that, but this big conference we were supposed to have at work got pushed back. Huh, I can take that week and go do the rat. The idea is to always be at the fitness level where you can attempt any of the adventures you want to at, any time uh, so along those lines we just want to reinforce that not just our rat 1000 which we're in right now and not just our texas chain ring massacre which is you know our biggest event each year and just around the corner in january uh, a lot of the stuff we do at spinistry is focused on giving people the opportunity to enjoy riding their bikes to up their fitness to help with their overall training objectives week in and week out we've always got something in the mix uh the end of this month we have our fright fest at Irwin park for those that are working on endurance mountain biking skills it's a there's a hundred mile race option there uh that's that's a lot of boxes to check off if you're if you're on a training plan and wanting to see what your next level is not up to 100 miles yet there's nothing wrong with that go out and see how far you can go if that, for me when i did my rat that was the thing i didn't know if i even could feasibly pull it off i had no comprehension is this something i can do and i had to go out the only way you can find out if it's possible is to go out and do it 
And that was probably my biggest checkbox of why I didn't continue my rant. I got to that point in Vernon, I was confident that if I kept writing and let, you know, some, sure, there can be a mechanical failure or a crash or something like that. But as far as fitness was concerned and knowing how to go multi-day, day-to-day on the bike, I was confident that I was physically able to complete the, the thousand miles. Uh, but at that point, I just wasn't invested. The, the thousand mile accomplishment wasn't enough of a goal for me. My goal subconsciously was just to see if it was feasible or not. I got confident that it was feasible and I didn't have any motivation to push through that next mental challenge at that point. And I'm fine with that. Uh, because at that point, the thousand miles was not a goal of mine at this point, me doing a thousand miles on the rat is not necessarily a, a goal. It could be at some point, but I, oh man, I am getting the itch just for some multi-day stuff in general. And I'm having to really hold back to get, you know, I need to get my weight in the right place to address that properly. So that's my, that's my carrot now to help me keep losing the weight I need to lose. I want to be positioned where it makes sense for me to train up for uh, true multi-day stuff. Uh, so again, 100 miles at Irwin Park, mountain biking. Don't think you can do 100 miles, but don't know what you can do. Go out there, do 40 miles. Go out there, do 50, 75, whatever, just to see where your benchmark is at that time. Now, that said, we have other uh, races and distances as well. We have a one-lap beginner's race. We have juniors racing. We have a three-lap cash payout race so all sorts of variables there uh, for our gravel folks november 6th we'll be back up at our friends at 4r ranch vineyards and winery and doing our roadrunner rocks fall event if uh, the timing's right we'll have some beautiful fall colors to ride through if not it's still going to be gorgeous there regardless some of the best riding you'll ever do and uh, all sorts of different distances from everyone from the beginner to the most experienced uh, for those of you interested in multi-day bike packing, that sort of thing, we're going to have a semi-supported uh, Spinistry's Big Bender for Club Spinistry members at Big Bend National Park, November 12th weekend. That's the Friday. Overnight Friday, start riding Saturday morning, uh, finish riding Monday morning sort of thing. But if you're able to self-support, you can come down just for a Saturday, Sunday uh, weekend as well. Uh, if you're if you're wanting to get introduced to bike packing, for example, this is a good opportunity to do it. We'll be we'll have the spinistry mobile along the way as support. Or you know, if it ends up it's ah that's I don't have enough bags to carry everything, or I started out carrying it, I don't want to carry all these bags. Just throw it in the back of the truck, and we'll take it to the next overnight spot for you. Uh, turkey burn for mountain bikers again that's a classic right there gravel riders holiday ramble december 4th uh these other two that are showing on here those are those are uh self-directed routes for club spinistry members to do their own rides and then uh january 22nd we'll throw some other stuff into january as well but uh, for those that are racing focused, January 22nd, Texas Chain Ring Massacre, the fastest 100 miles on gravel anywhere, uh, cash payout, and uh, the premier event is the 100 miler this year. 
and we think y'all are going to be really impressed with this year's route. It is going to be a change up from what we've done in the past to some extent. Uh, I think it's a really good mix of stuff. Going to show y'all, most of y'all, some new roads uh, that we haven't used for the Chain Ring Massacre in the past. All right, so that's kind of my update. Six-week check-in on a 12-week fitness module. Again, the high the highlights are basically down 35-ish pounds. Don't know exactly how much, but I think that's that's probably a fair bet. The focus on losing weight is a complication of trying to get to a basic level of bike fitness as well. So I'm trying to combine the two with the focus on losing weight. I'm not going to say that I have a goal to be to X number of pounds in X number of weeks or anything like that. Um, I need to focus on a little bit shorter term goals, one at a time. Um, my 250 was the first goal to get from 275 to 250 to start riding the bike again. Uh, I probably want to get down under 220. Uh, and then that'll be, that'll be uh, a benchmark that gives me the okay to up the intensity some more. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to really try to stick to through the next six weeks of the 12 week modules, holding myself to the, the 60 or six hours a week, I should say, I might change up the timing a little bit. I might throw some 90 minute days in there and include an off day uh, on the bike, but I'm going to try to still limit the cycling to six hours a week. Um, and if once I get the weight down to, I'm going to shoot for 220, then I'll look at putting higher intensities in there, some intervals and stuff like that. Uh, and see how it goes from there. And then I have another interim carrot that I'm looking at. That'll be a motivation, but I'm not sure what the weight benchmark will be for that carrot yet. When we do the, uh, when we do the 12 week update, I'll, I'll let folks know what that next low. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty big carrot for me. Uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting there, but that won't be the final destination either. That'll just be motivation to go to that next step beyond that. We welcome any comments, questions, concerns, uh, feedback. The one thing I am going to ask is don't ask me too much about the diet. Like I said, diets are very personalized. Um, I know what has worked for me in the past. I know what hasn't worked for me in the past. Uh, what works for me doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you. The training program, I do believe, is something that can help a lot of people that are just needing to get into a fundamental uh, discipline program and a, a fundamental routine so that they are in. It's really important. I this is the big thing. I really think it's important for everybody to just always be at the right fitness level where they can go do anything they want to whenever they want to. And it's not that difficult to be there. It just, it's a process. It's discipline and it's just staying on top of it. And it's not that hard to do. Um, I want to help people accomplish that. So particularly on the training program,